0: This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast, session number one hundred sixty. The importance of self-care for your success. Five, six, seven, eight. Hello there, and welcome to session number one hundred sixty of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a very long time away from it. The lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I am beyond excited to share this conversation I had recently with the incredible Randy Strong. She is a choreographer, a dancer, an ice dance coach, an entrepreneur. And she's been on So You Think You Can Dance as well as other competitions that she's won even before that. She's been all over the world touring with a lot of big names such as Julianne and Derek Hough. She's worked with Nike and with New Skin. And she has two different companies that we will talk about in our conversation. And before we get into that, I can't wait to share it I want to remind you that I go live on Mondays at 8 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook. So I call it Dancepreneuring Live. Yes, I just started it a few weeks ago, and I tackle questions from my private Facebook group, the Dancepreneuring Collective, and any other questions I get from other places. So if you have any questions, any topics you'd like me to address, please feel free to contact me in any manner, social media, email, email. So just go to my site, AnnetteBone.com, and you can find all the links to contact me. So I would love to see you live, and I am thrilled to get into this conversation with Randy Strong as we talk about self-care. And I'm not talking self-care like, let's take bubble baths all the time and get massages all the time, although those sound great, right? But to me, self-care has to do with the self-care of your mind the self-care of your body, the self-care in the association that you choose to put yourself in, whether it is in a business setting or even in a dance setting or any other type of activity that you do, it all relates. And so the importance of self-care to your success is critical. And you need to be strategic about it. You need to be mindful of it. And Randy and I talk about that. We have such a great time talking about um, this thing I found out that... (laughs) Was uh, I guess it it could have been construed as, oh, my goodness, I found this juicy dirt about you. But that's that's not what it was. And that's not what I'm about. I I would not want to be in that kind of situation. So I am excited to present to you my conversation with the awesome Randy Strong. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hey guys, this is Randy Strong, dancer, choreographer, and Olympic ice dancing coach. You are listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. Enjoy! Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation.
0: Randy, I know you've been on tour, right? Are you still on tour? You just got back. What do you have going on right now? I know since we last talked that you've Like as always, as any performer, choreographer, coach – entrepreneur, there's always something new going on. Can you tell me about what's been uh, going on with the tour and everything that you're doing?
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I am. I'm kind of in the middle of tour right now. Actually, schedule is, is a little crazy, but always good designed that way. Um, I just got done with um, two and a half weeks on tour with a ballroom show. It's called Dance to the Movies, starring Leslie Ann Warren, Tony Dovalani and Anna Tribunskaya from Dancing with the Stars. And so I I just got done with them. We performed all over the East Coast. And now I am uh, I'm on my own little tour actually. I'm starting um with Ice Skaters in Pennsylvania tomorrow. So I'm on my own little tour.
0: Oh, <laughs> ah, okay. Well, I'm glad that you brought up the whole Ice Skater thing. Because you know, when, um for those of you listening, Randy and I actually had a conversation a few months ago. But thanks to technology, it didn't happen. Like her recording her file didn't happen. And mine did. So I thought, no, this can't be but We were just talking about how things work out the way they're supposed to. So I believe we're supposed to be having this conversation at this moment in time. And I'm super thrilled that she agreed to come on again and uh, we get to talk about some new stuff and maybe revisit some of the other topics that we had recorded previously But um, I'm (laughs) so fast. Yeah, I'm so fascinated with your background, because I know you come from the competitive dance world, obviously, with your time on So You Think You Can Dance. And then even before that, you were very well accomplished in your dance training in competing in different competitions. Do you feel like being in that having been in that competition dance world helped you or hindered you or both?
1: You know what, I I'm glad that I grew up in such a competitive world. I look back and I I think, wow, I must have been crazy. And my parents <sighs> were probably crazy, too. But um, no, you know what, I think it just prepared me for what I you know, it's not competing now for trophies. I think it's competing for jobs. So I do have that competitive edge when I go into auditions or even meetings now, you know, things are changing. Obviously I I run a production company now, so now it's almost like I'm competing for the job, um, or competing for the business, the client, but it definitely gave me that competitive edge and, and taught me what it takes to win, whether or not that's winning in different, in different ways. But, um, Now I feel like I know what it takes and what has to be done.
0: When you were competing and training heavily in before So You Think You Can Dance and probably during So You Think You Can Dance, did you feel that you had to work on your internal mindset more? Did that come naturally to you? Or do you feel that the mentoring and the coaching that you had all those years prepared you? Like, you know, some people just are more naturally competitive or inclined for that. Others, Mm -hmm. it it takes a while. Where, Where did you fit into that when you were doing that?
1: Yeah. No, growing up, I definitely, I think it was more of an innate thing that I had. My parents were both athletes. And so my whole family's kind of like that. But as I get older, I found that things didn't really happen by chance, like, like, I I don't know how really to explain it. But I look back, and I was visualizing without knowing that I was visualizing. And I was and I was doing mindset techniques that I didn't really know that I was doing. And so now, now that I'm NLP trained, and I know why we do the things that we do, it's just much more efficient for me now. So I know about full focus and visualizing and mindset and stuff like that. So it's something that I've always had but that I've nurtured a lot more in the last few years, and really paid attention to really knew the the why behind what I was doing without knowing I was really doing it, if that makes sense.
0: Yes, it does make sense. And I can imagine now you looking back, and obviously, you're very thankful for the experiences you've been through. You've had an extensive career performing, choreographing, you've worked with big names and big companies. How do you handle all that? Like you've had, you've been in the spotlight for a very long time. You've probably had to deal with lots of different things, whether I don't know if you've dealt with a lot of haters or not, maybe being on So You Think You Can Dance, that's kind of part of it, because it's such a popular show. How do you deal with all the, the public attention?
1: You know, what is so funny, the first thing they tell you when you make the show is do not read the comment pods, just stay away, <laughs> don't do it. And they shouldn't say don't do it, like you can't do it. Because then of course, when someone takes something away from you, then you want it even more, you know, and so of course, you would go on there sometimes. And it's just it is kind of hateful. But I never felt like I had haters. You know, I I don't know. I just never really played into that because I'm not for everyone. And the sooner that you realize that I think the happier that you'll be, you stop trying to please everybody and you let go of what other people think of you. Now that took a really long time that's easier to say now that I've done it, but you know, I look back in my early twenties and wow, I just cared so much about what other people thought of me and the way I was living my life and who I was married or dating, to, you know, what, what, all these things, I just cared so much about what other people thought. And then one day I finally was like, I don't care what other people think. I care what I think, you know? And, and so I learned to let go of that. Um, and that's something that you work on daily, you know, that's not something that you just forget about once and then just, it's just gone, you know, cause rejection does happen. But, you know, uh, one of my very, very close friends, she's actually my best friend, but she's also my very, very smart businesswoman in in marketing. Uh, she said, you know, there's no such thing as rejection. There's just, there's no such thing as rejection. Really what it is, is just that person realizing that you guys are not a good fit. And they just realized it first that you're just not a good fit. And, and, you know, whether that's for a job, whether that's in a relationship, a friendship, a networking, a connection, whatever it is. So, and as soon as she told me that, I was like, wow, that's so interesting. And I started looking at it like that and, you know, not getting something, not booking the job, not going on that date, not whatever, you know, taking that promotion, whatever, it's not it's not a rejection. It's just it wasn't meant for you.
0: I love that you talked about that. It's so funny. I was just talking about this with someone and also talking about it on my podcast and on my live stream that Because if, and I like that you phrased it that way, that it's not rejection, because I think it's so important what kind of words you use, whether it's for yourself or how you describe situations, it makes such a huge difference on how you perceive things. And I love that you said that this wasn't an automatic thing for you, even though you've already had a strong mindset and you knew how to compete in that competition world. And then now, like you said, you're, it's about competing for the business and the clients. But you, for me, the way that you talk about it, it's such a healthy way to approach it. Like, I love the way that you're, it's not an aggressive, you know what I mean? It's, I love that.
1: It just, you know, it's, it's so funny the way that things, people think the way that things are supposed to be. That's, that's one of my most favorite things is there's no way there's things, things are supposed to be, right? So, so who said that it has to be this dramatic, like, oh, I didn't get that. (laughs) I suck and then and then and then all this like negative all this negative vocabulary starts coming your way like I I, you know I'm not good enough I'm not skinny enough I'm not talented enough I'm not not a na 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 instead just be like okay great not for me moving on
0: exactly and it it does take oh it took me a while to not care so much about whether I fit into someone's definition of what Things are, like you said, supposed to be, not supposed to be. And it, it's a lot of emotional, unnecessary emotional energy putting yourself through that. And if, if you're, and yeah. if you don't know, and if you've dealt with being sensitive like I did, like I was just naturally a very, inwardly sensitive person. So everything got to me. What someone said, what someone didn't say, the way someone looked at me, the way they didn't look at me, are they thinking of me? Are they not thinking of no, they're not thinking of you because they're thinking about their own stuff. Okay. You know,
1: (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Well, and you know what, I'll add I'll add one thing to that. Another thing that that I think was really crucial in I, I would just say like the nurturing of my own personal growth is that there doesn't have to be suffering. And a lot of times we think, you know, when we get out of a relationship or when we don't book the job or don't get the client, whatever, there's all this suffering and it doesn't have to be that way. Yes. You can feel sad. You can feel depressed. You can feel unwanted. You can feel these things, but just letting those feelings run through you and then, and then coping with them in a healthy manner. I have found that it's just, it's such a better way to to live life, you know, cause, cause things are going to happen. Crappy things, shitty yes. things. I'll say yeah. it, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But I, I really believe that suffering is a, is a choice, but you know, that doesn't discount the, you know, the sad and the, and the unhappy and the down and, and, you know, it doesn't discount those, but um, yeah, it's just, it's how you, ch- it's how you choose to deal with it. And the, and the most powerful thing is that you are the one who, chooses how to handle things you have that power and I I love the, I love that I have the power and then when you know when you have the days when you're not maybe not handling something the best that you you know you should be it's like okay well you know what that's my fault too mm-hmm. and that, that's in my control too so I love so that. Yeah,
0: I love that you said that because you're giving validity to the feelings, but you're not wallowing in them. You're recognizing and you have the observation of them. But like you said, you have the choice. Am I going to allow myself to suffer and make it worse than it might already seem to be? Right. Or am I going to right. acknowledge and let it pass? Because it, like anything else, it's going to pass anyway. So yeah, you know
1: exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I love this. I love talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, it's so funny. It's just it's it's something that hasn't that I haven't. My mindset has not always been like this. I would say this positive, this much clarity. It's again, it's something that has been nurtured and has really kind of just been something fairly new. I mean, you know, in the last couple of years, where I look back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I that I was so dramatic or so sensitive (laughs) or took that so personal or acted that way or whatever, you know, (laughs) hindsight, but, um, But yeah, it's just, it's, you know, I guess that's what they call life. So
0: (laughs) yeah, that's life. And thank God that we get to have the opportunity to go through it and get lessons from it. And you know, when we were talking the last time, we were talking about your ice dancer clients and how much you love their work ethic, and they were so willing to do what you coach them to do. Because of their work ethic already coming into working with you, is there a lot of mindset stuff that you have to go through with them? Or is it a very natural, easy thing to work with them? because they're already there.
1: Well, I think if anybody has worked with any type of artist or athlete, you know that we are incredibly hard on ourselves. So we're always looking in the mirror or, or practicing or whatever, always trying to find what's wrong, right? Yes. So we already, it's always like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Not, oh, I did that good. So it's so funny. And, and even the biggest names that I've worked with, they say things that I'm like, how could you think that of yourself? When did you decide? When did you decide that? You know, when did you decide that you couldn't do that? Or, or that just wasn't you or whatever. And so I think that I, I I do the best that I can in trying to help them in the in the vocabulary that I use with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and and so and and the way that I communicate with them. So I don't sit down and have like a one on one mindset coach with them. You know what I mean? But I think it's it's ingrained in the way that I teach. And the only reason it can be ingrained in the way I teach is because it's the way that I live personally. And so I just try to bestow upon them what I have learned and what's worked and what I know to to have been successful. You know things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I work a lot with the way that they talk to themselves, the the way that they visualize things. But yeah, I mean they're a different breed, you know, especially like Olympians and and they're they're just a different breed. Um, but you would be surprised the 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 things that they think about themselves. It's crazy. It's 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 so crazy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to think that because you see them at the height of their artistry of, of them the way that they you know how skilled they are and what they do regardless if it's ice dancing or another type of professional sport or something and you think mm-hmm. they automatically have it all figured out because of what they're doing but that's interesting that you know we all deal with this kind of stuff regardless of what level that we are yeah. operating at which yeah. I which is very you're right well, it's very interesting
1: yeah at the end of the day too I mean listen I, I worked with a lot of you know quote-unquote celebrities and at the end of the day they're just people they're just normal people. they might have more fame, they might have more you know quote unquote success, more money, whatever it is, but they're just people. they still you know fret over things, they still have problems, they still have issues, they work on stuff too, so you just treat them
0: like people, mm-hmm. you know, so I found something that we I kind of mentioned before we started recording something okay. interesting okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 Listening, listen, if She didn't tell me what this was, <laughs> so I'm curious to, I'm curious to find out what this was that um, you
0: found. <laughs> it's, it looks really cool, actually, and I think okay. it's new. If I if I saw the um, copyright, I think it says 2018, and is I think is it called the Connection LA oh yes yeah (laughs) can you talk about that it looks really cool i saw some names i recognize from there as well
1: yes yes so the connection la is a company that i started with um six other of my best friends we originally started on tour together seven years ago and um they're from so you think you can dance and dancing with the stars and and we toured together on a ballroom show and then um Two, uh, two of them started getting involved in real estate and started going to these, um, I would call it motivational convention type things, but more like entrepreneur and, and how to build your business. And they went and they asked us to come perform, like just the seven of us like are our friends. And we're like, yeah, sure, let's do it just, you know, to go have a performance. And we did it. And we're like, you guys, that was awesome. We should do this more. You know, and so we started a company and now we perform for conventions like that, special appearances, corporate events, stuff like that, where we go and sometimes we speak, sometimes we don't. We just dance, perform. But what it really is, is it's more a symbol of following your dreams and really going after what it is you want. Because here we are, seven best friends starting a company and getting paid to come and perform and doing what we ultimately love to do as a, you know, quote, unquote, job. But the, the underlying, yeah, the underlying is, is have a dream, figure out how to get there and do it. Yes. the ideas are simple.
0: Yeah. So with the seven of you, you guys have performed together, you guys have a synergy and an energy together. Is there anything that has been difficult in putting this company together? Everything. <laughs>
1: no i i you know what i say that with a very light heart as with any venture that you set out to do that you have never done before there are always 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 going to be hiccups in the road starting a company starting a group starting a dance studio what going to whatever it is there's always going to be the hiccups in the road that you can't foresee you just all all you can plan on is okay they're going to be there and how are we going to deal with it when it arises. So yeah, there was definitely clashes with personality and, and, um, difference of opinions on, on the way that the company moves forward. And, and, and a lot of things like that, that we worked out and we're still working out, but at the end of the day, we're, we're family and it it is what it is. So it either, you know, one day things aren't great and the next they are, and you just roll with it. Um, you learn to deal with, a group that big, it's hard running a company with seven people as the head. You know, with my company, it's just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, all we have to do is just is focus on on what the goal is, and the goal is to spread to spread a message through movement.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, I bet you guys are incredible. I mean the the roster with you and the people that you are. Yeah. Down, you know, I'll send,
1: I'll send you. I'll I'll send you the link for um our latest. A performance yes, that we did. Yes, please. Yeah, we per- yeah we performed at a at a convention called Thrive, mm-hmm. and we're actually doing it again this year as well. So
0: yeah, is, I'll, I'll send it to you. Is it Thrive? Is it in Las Vegas? Yeah. Oh, okay, because yeah. I got invited to that. Oh, that's interesting that you mentioned that. I got invited to that event by a friend of mine who is um, friends with all the speakers that speak there. Oh my gosh, how interesting! Yes.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. So when, yep.
0: when is the, uh, the event this year? It's in November, right? Or you know what?
1: I, yeah, I'm not sure the exact date. Um, and I think,
0: don't quote me on this, I think it's in San Diego again this year.
1: Or did you already hear it was in Vegas?
0: I heard it was going to be in Las Vegas, but I could be mistaken. I, I unless he was it
1: wasn't San Diego one one year, oh, so I okay. could I could be mistaken as well. If you're listening, don't quote me. <laughs> oh my gosh, exciting! So- but yeah, it's a, that you know that's an amazing event, and uh, Cole Hatter started that. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's an amazing lineup of speakers. It's an all-in-all great event. If, if you haven't gone or if you've heard about it, I would highly suggest going. I always come out of that weekend and feeling just like another person mm-hmm. on a high.
0: Speaking yeah. of conferences, what are there specific conferences that you like to go to more than others besides obviously you, the ones that you perform at are good and I know that you know we're both into mindset and productivity and and uh, entrepreneurship. Are there ones that you've gone to you're like wow, I'm I really like this or wow, I really don't like this.
1: <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Before I went to Thrive in 2000, whatever it was, three years ago, was our first year. I've never been to anything like that. Ah. I have never been to anything like that. I'm not a um, convention goer. I didn't really know that world existed. And you know, being new to, well, relatively new to business, I didn't realize that there were those things out there so I, I that was that's the only convention that I've ever attended.
0: Well, it <laughs> sounds like an amazing one if there was one to attend. It sounds like a really amazing one based on what my friend told me. So um, I'm looking forward yeah. to checking it out.
1: So- Absolutely. We'll finally get to meet in person
0: there. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that would be so fantastic, Randy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Putting another yeah. thing on my on my bucket list. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Great. Planting a seed now. Yes. Oh my see things happen the way yeah. they're supposed to, right? Because if I had if we if that other interview had worked out, we I wouldn't have been able to talk about the connection, LA. I wouldn't yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is very exciting. So I'm going to go into what I call the dance pruning quick steps. So these are three questions I ask all of my guests at the end. So the first one is dance style you haven't tried, but would like to and why. But with your career, I'm sure you've tried everything, right?
1: You know what? Okay, I, I yes, I've dabbled in just about everything. I don't think I mean, even like all the way to Irish tap dancing and Bollywood and all kinds of things. So I think I've dabbled in a lot of things. Um I am dying to learn and I please correct me if I'm saying this wrong.
0: Is it called zuka or zook? Zook. Z Z O U K Z O U K. Yeah, zook. Uh-huh.
1: Zook. zook. I am dying to take classes in that or learn it or know it or whatever, just even try it, not even be a professional (laughs) at it. I think it is the coolest, like it's like sexy and cool and fun and with a partner. And so that is, that's one style that I'm, that's on my list to learn. It's
0: on my list too. And if you find somewhere good to take in LA and good classes, please let me know.
1: (laughs) Yes. Hey, if If anybody listening knows, please like, shout out, send us some recommendations. please.
0: Yeah, for sure. So who is with your exposure and your sphere of influence and clients and everything? Who is your favorite dancer or choreographer and why?
1: Oh, man, my favorite dancer and choreographer. I the first person that comes to mind is Andy Blankenbuehler. Uh, he has choreographed several things on Broadway, including winning a Tony for Hamilton. Yes. And I have, yeah, I have known him since I was, oh gosh, 14 or 15. I used to travel and assist on convention and he used to teach on convention. And so I've known him for a really long time. And then just this past, mm, last summer, last fall, something, I don't know if I'm supposed to say, so I won't give a chat to him too much information. (laughs) Um, But I just filmed a movie and he was the choreographer. And um, I I also, I assisted him for Dirty Dancing because he choreographed that on um, that ABC Dirty Dancing show that they just did last year. Anyway, so, so we reconnected, assisted him on that. And then I was lucky enough to hear about this audition he was holding for a movie. And I was like, absolutely, I have to go. And what's funny is that I actually didn't even get called to this audition. I crashed the audition. <laughs> so that, that that could be a whole, nother, a whole nother conversation about that. Anyways, crashed the audition, ended up booking this movie. It was the most incredible thing I have ever witnessed. And I think maybe just because I'm older now, so I really appreciated exactly what was happening. But I just remember stepping back on set and I'm looking over and he's over there dancing and directing and and we're talking big names. It was like a major motion picture. And I just remember thinking in the back of my head, damn, you are so freaking talented. I can't believe I'm standing in this room with you, like working under you and getting to experience this. It was just the most incredible thing. I think he has one of the most brilliant minds. He, his attention to detail is just bar none and his I think the best thing about it is his character the type of person that he is the type of father that he is the type of husband that he is like it's just it's so incredible to watch and it's so inspiring you know it's like what we talked about earlier it's like there's no way that it's supposed to be because there yes there are plenty of jerks and (laughs) crappy people out there you know what I mean but I feel like he has just set this new standard for for what it can be and what he is. And so that's, it's really, really inspiring to me. And and I just, that's something I'll
0: never forget. I think that's such a gift that you're able to experience not the artist, not only the artistic side of being involved in a project like that. And like you said, assisting him, but you see the whole person of who he is. And that just adds to what he does. Because like you said, true. I mean, there are, there are teachers I know that are amazing that I've taken class from that I love the way that they teach. And I, but then they're not very nice. It's just yeah. and that it makes me not really want to like make the effort yeah. to go drive I mean, and take their exactly. class. You know? So um, yeah, I think that's huge when you have someone like that and you get to work with someone like that and you get to see them like and, you know, and like you said, nobody's perfect, but still the work ethic, the character, the care that goes into their work. It's it, it's a gift for me to see people that take things seriously that way in all areas of their life. It's it's it is oh, really yeah. cool.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So the last question is: as of right now, as we are talking, what is the current dance style that is describing this day for you, and why?
1: Oh, a waltz, a waltz, <laughs> <laughs> a slow and
0: steady waltz.
1: <laughs> you know, I've just had. I'm I'm in Utah right now. I'm in the middle of you know the like I told you this crazy traveling schedule. Mm-hmm. And I start back up again tomorrow. And um, I have just been taking it easy. Oh, that's
0: nice. <laughs> I think that's really cool you said that because um, now I'm sure before it was like, go, 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 go. I'm sure with, well, it's always go, go, go with yeah. you, right? But I remember when we were talking about how important self-care is and that you do take time and you're intentional about that.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, a, you know, when you, when you just said go, 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 I was like, wait, but, <laughs> <laughs> And I'll say and it my life is go go. But I listen to my body and I know when it's time to take a step back. And that is crucial for me. Because before, you know, when I was younger, I would go 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 and and just literally never stop until I hit the ground and, and just ran myself into the ground and then had to take a month off because I was not taking care of myself. You know, and so just finding that balance of okay, I know I'm starting tomorrow for a solid, like I'm going for a solid eight or nine days starting tomorrow with no break. And I know that probably doesn't sound like when you say eight or nine days, I know people work, you know, for a longer period of time than that straight, but that is like nine days of not only traveling, but just a hundred percent committed to coaching, to, um, like the speaking engagement to things like everything that I do absolutely has to have a hundred percent of my attention and, and a hundred percent efficiency. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm shooting for. And in order to do that, I know that like right now I am just down, I am hanging out, I'm still eating healthy. I'm catching
0: up on some phone calls, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just the slow, the slow steady waltz is my day. Oh, I think you're the first
0: person that said that and is, you know, that can admit that you don't that it there's because there's this glorification of busy and this glorification of this grind, which, you know, I'm all about hard work and work ethic and stuff. But there, it, there are periods of time that you need to be aware where, like you said, you're going to you need to be on 110% for everything you do for the next eight to nine days. Yeah. And you yeah, know that exactly. You know, and but then you know that you're you have this little window of time to refuel and to get like to prep and so i think you're right it's totally Mm -hmm. it's so huge it's so huge oh my gosh randy i could keep talking to you and listening to you this has been awesome (laughs) thank you so much
1: Oh, of course thank you thank you i'm I'm happy to do it yes thank
0: you so if you guys want to find out more about randy and also her new company the connection la please look at the links in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 160. I'm going to link all of her information there. Please check her out. She is awesome. And um, Randy, thank you again so much. I totally enjoyed our conversation.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I hope you learned something that you can implement for your self care for your success. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to spending time with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.